Okay, today's daf, we learn a daf tet, and we continue trying to Doris, try and understand how the we could we, we said uh, shtia is like achila and sicha is like shtia because that is because the three uses one can use with masasheni was achila shtia and sicha eating drinking and rubbing on one's skin if it's oil. So it says it mashma someone to drive it from here. We saw already a few different ways to drive it to in the in the end of yesterday's year. So that is it says lo uh, which is you're not allowed to eat at So tirushcha is the Gemara says is sicha. So if tirush is yayin, well that's presumably drinking, and because tirush is a consumption of wine, and yitzarecha is referring to oil which one rubs on one's skin. But Torah Korah, and nonetheless, the Torah first is being achila, because if you look at the pasuk, it says you're not allowed to eat it, and we're talking about both drinking and rubbing on one's skin. So the, so the Gemara says, this is not a good solid proof. Why? In, in Tomar, if, in Tamar, if you want to say that it's Mechaber, that it is actually a clear, clear proof that the Mamash we see a love in the Torah refers to both Achila, Shtia, and, and Sicha outside Yerushalayim, then you should be Yilku, Alav, Chutz, Yerushalayim. Then when it comes to Sicha, once you get Malkus, if they rub oil on them outside Yerushalayim. Now here we have to, there's a bit of a Shinra Girsa going on here. I'll just read it straight out of Rab Chaim. He says, he, he does the Shinra Girsa of the grass. says, however, we've learned, I'm Rabbi Yossi Bratvenina. It says, Ein lokin chutz ela And that when it comes to Achila and Shtia, that, that's the only things you get Malkos for outside Yushalayim. But Sicha, if you take Master Shani oil and rub it on your, on your skin, you would not get Malkos. Now, if this was Mamash a good drasha, that Yitzarecha is referring to Sicha rubbing on one's skin, then then you've got a Mufurash love. You should get Malkus outside Yushalayim. So you clear you see quite clearly here that um he's saying that's that's not a Enamukhuva. So it's Minaim Sha'inamukhuva. It says as follows Kahada Datani Bishabas, but it says in Shah's Bain Sicha Shit Sheltanog, Bain Sicha Shehino Sheltanog is Mutan. When it comes to Shabbos, you can rub you can rub you can rub on one skin, whether Sheltanog or Eno Sheltanog. Now what's this mean? I'll read you um Reb Chaim. He says even if it's not Shaltan, even if it's just even if it's for Ufua, which we'll touch on later on, Mutar why Kivantesh Sakin Latanog, because there are people that rub oil on their skin for just pleasure, then even for Muta, even for Ufua is fine as well. Kotan Shino Koladam Ochel Ochlim Ochel Kol Kol Ochlim Ochel Adam the Rufua. So that if you recall, we said that even though you know that you can't take Rufua, can't take medicines on Shabbat, Mishum Gzer Shichat Shemamanim. That I'm sorry, you're scared you're going to grind up the uh, the ingredients. Certain foods that people would normally eat, even if it has medicinal value, you're allowed to have it on Shabbat. So, so, so to here, rubbing on one's skin, even if you're doing so for medicinal purposes, since, since people use oil on Shabbat, even not for medicinal purposes, to rub on the, the, rub on their skin, that would be muta. So it's not exermishum shicha shemamanim. And it says, When it comes to Yom Kippur, since Sicha is one of the Chamisha and Inuyim, one of the five things that Asur on, on Yom Kippur, you're not allowed to do so. But the Shabbat Tanit is Mutar. That on a fast day, Tishabav and Tanit so then where uh, we know a lot of wash and things like that. Then, if it's for sheltanug, you cannot do so. But if it's not sheltanug for a four, you're allowed to. However, vatani shavot sicha leshtia leisu velatashlumim avalola onish. You see that sicha and shtia, when it comes to now, this tani important to understand. This talking about truma. 
that if someone is a czar and he takes truma, either uh, wine or oil, and he either drinks the wine or rubs oil on his skin, then that's both asul, the isur applies, and the tashlumin as well. That in other words, he has to pay back Karen Bechomashiv does by mistake. Avalola onesh. You see here clearly that when it comes to the malchus, we see sicha is not like shtia. And similarly, beyond Kippurim, we say li'isur, it'll be asur, bevavlola onesh. Here, I'll read Reb Chaim, he says, he says, delolakia sicha, drasha gemura, if it's a true, a complete drasha, kimin the shimina sicha kishtia, if you hold that mamash, like we learned, that sicha is exactly like shtia, hachinami, you should get malchus, why kishotet, delaki, ve'ela kochach te'ena mukhova. So he says quite clearly, it's not, it's not mamash, a real, clear, crystal clear drasha that sicha is like, um, sicha is like shtia. Otherwise, when it comes to truma, when it comes to kippurim, you should get the same onish as well. And we find that's not the case. Even though be'isur, it's the same, but for onish, it's not. But then it says, v'ha'atani, v'lo'i chalu l'avi'et ha'sach v'et ha'shoteh. Here it's talking about lo'i chalalu. The Torah, this is, uh, this, uh, this is, um, a reader of Chaim, it says, be'isur lechol, lechol zar. This is talking about Azar, this is Lo Yechalalu. The Pasuk is Volechot Kotche Ben Yisrael Etashet Yarimu Lashem. So the, part, the, the Torah says Lo Yechalalu. Now, what does the Gemara do with that? So, an understanding is that's Echol Zar Vetameh Betruma. That's talking about Zar or Tameh Betruma. And it says, Lahavi Etasach Vetashotet. That the, the Lo Yechalalu comes to also Merabe, Sach, and Shotet, the two together. So, therefore, it seems to be Alma, Divrei Torah, Sicha Keshtia, Lamilka Allah. So it seems to be, according to this understanding, but one second, we've got here, when it says, it's Marabba Sicha Keshtia, because it says, Ve'etasach ve'etashote. So I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, no, le'kansach. Now, brighter, don't go rechsach, only shote. Ve'lochalu is to Marabba, even someone who drinks it. Meaning a zar who drinks truma, or a someone who, according to his tamer, who drinks truma. Um, Aval, however, so, so, however, the Gemara says, Amar Rebi Abba, Mari, Ve'in late kan sach, late kan shota. He says, but one second, if you were not going to gores sach, you should also not gores shota as well. Why? Dilachen, dilachen, we've seen his expression of di'ilochen, devashu ba mishnei lavim metztaref. In other words, if you say that the way you read the brighter is veloi chalalu is only to marabe shota, that means that drinking now is not considered la'achila. It's like two different lavim. One is Achila, one is Shtia. Now, normally we said Achila, Kishtia, and Loi Chalalu should include also Sach, to include something else. But we said the suggestion was, no, don't include Sach, and Loi Chalalu is only include Shtia. And the implication would be that Achila and Shtia are two different Lavim. And the problem with that is that it doesn't work. I'll read you Reb Chaim. He says, Betmiya. But we said previously that if someone eats and drinks, he'll be only Chayevachad. If you recall, we said this before in yesterday's year. Vamai came into trade love him. If you say now that Shtia is learned from Loi Chalalu as a separate love, Chad Lachila Bechad Lashtia, Lukushtaim, because you should get two sets of Malkus. Because it's Davashu Ba Mishne Lavim, because it's something, because now we're talking about two separate Lavim. He's done an act of Chil and Shtia based on two different Isurim. You should get two different sets of Malkus. So Mimit Zaref. El Akoch, it must be that Shtia is love me Loi Chalalu. It must be that Shtia is not learned from Loi Chalalu. It rabbi. El Bichlal Shtia. It must be loy chalul is a koch la rabot et asachati. It must be loy chalul is to merabe et hasach. So it's interesting here that it's, it's, that till now we've tried to say that trying to learn by Master Shani 
that sicha is like shtia also from that pasuk. It says, We said that was not muhuvar because again, we said to Yom Kippur when it came to Truma, the issue was the same tashlumis, but not the Onesh. But now we've got another brighter that seems to suggest otherwise, okay? That, that because if you're going to learn from Melo Chalalu to Marabah something, the only thing you can Marabah is Sach, because we've already said Shtia is like Achila, as we said before, that if you did Achila of Shtia, the Helmachad, you only get one set of Malkus. So the Gemara says, So now back to, if we go back to Master Shani, the question is, okay, granted that Sikh is not like Shtia to get Malkut if one does Sikh Atzad Yushalayim. We saw that from the brighter Rebiosi previously. But how do we know that there's an Isu Ase associated with it? Isu Ase, this is the way um, Rav Chaim explains it. He says, Why? Because Damrin and the Hachdrash, we saw above, above the Eino Mechubah, that's not good. Hainu do Liko Alei, to give him Malkus for being over and alive. However, me who devoured Torah, it's still asu to do sicher outside. Where do we see that from? Okay, so the Gemara says that Rebbe Lazar b'Shem Rebbe Simai says v'lo natani b'menu lament. The part again vidu masro. Now this is he he declares I didn't use any of this for a corpse, which suggests it's asu to do so. So manan kaim im lahavi. If you're saying you you say master sheni money to fund an aron, like his coffin, the tachrichim or the death shrouds. These things, for example, equivalent of buying a coffin would be buying, I don't know, furniture or a house. The equivalent of buying tachrichim would be buying clothing. So if it's, why would you have the havamina that would be mutar for a met if it's also for a chai? So ezu davar, what's something that could possibly be? Ezu davar, shuhu mutar lechai ba'asu lamet. What could it possibly be that something would be mutar v'chai and still asu to met, you have to say vidu masro lota tani memenu lamet. That's Havi Omer, that would be, um, that would be Havi Omer Zusicha. Because that's the only thing, because a Sicha is something that you could rub on one skin, you get Hana from it, but you can't talk about Achil because you can't do Achil Ashti for Met. The only thing could possibly be that we're talking about that would be Asu for Met and Mutavrachai is Sicha. So you see here, by implication, really, if you, let's call it Isu Asse, because you declare, declare in Vidu Masro, non Atati Memeno Lamet, and the only thing that could be that's Asul Lamet and not for a Chai is Sicha. You see here that there's a, if you like, an Isra Asa associated with it. That's the way Reb Chaim explains the last piece of the Zugia. Just for your benefit, though, the Ridbaz says, when it says, is that he asks, he's saying the Gemara is asking a different question altogether. If we're saying that all we have in the love, meaning the love of eating Master Shina Tzarashlam is Achila and Shtia, where do you learn you can use it for Sicha Bichlav? Okay, if that's the only uses that uh, that the Torah seems to be addressing, it's a Where do we know that we're allowed to do sicha? It's not that it's not like Reb Chaim says. Where do we know that it's after sicha shalayim? How do we know it's muta to do sicha bichlal masasheni inside Yerushalayim? So he says that that's what the Gemara is really asking. And again, the der- derivation would be from Bidu Masrot that we see clearly since it's asur lamet, it must be mutar lechai. Okay, that's the um, that's the way. Uh, so it's the opposite way around. In reading it, but really the same, uh, the same conclusions, not really cholik one another. Okay, let's go. Uh, it says lachol and we discuss this in the Mishnah that when it comes to Masashen, you can eat it. What does it mean to eat something in the mad that is eaten? So the first thing is meaning you're not we don't obligate someone if he has bread 
that is masasheni and it spoils. We don't say you have to eat it because that's not dakar lechol. Or knuvet yerek is this is like the little leaves and the stuff that you cut off vegetables. It usually sort of discard in the bin. We don't say oh it's masasheni have to eat it. That's not dakar lechol. And there's simply lot tavshilachi ivratzurato or a say some cooked food that went off or something that we don't obligate him to eat it. And also vechen we mentioned we mentioned these two things in yesterday in the, in the, in the in, when we discussed the Mishnah, vechen im bikesh lechol taradim chayim. If he wants to eat beets that are raw, or lakos chitin chayot, or take some kernels of wheat and just chew on them, that's not the manner in which it's eaten. So therefore, ain't shomim is not allowed to do that. You can say like if you like wasting it. Now, keitzal ishtod davar dakol ishtod. What is considered drinking in a manner that's normally drunk? The aim of chayim ishtod law any garon v'lo an achsi garon v'lo yain bishmarin. So, in other words, we're not to drink these type of liquids. Now, the, what, what does Reb Chaim say? Reb Chaim says we're talking about if there's shem and shenipkam, oil that's already spoiled somewhat. We don't require him to metaken with anigaron or meida silka. Sorry, anigaron is a beet water, if you like, or achsigaron is meishlakot. In other words, this oil is already spoiled. It would, could become edible if you add all these other liquids to it. In other words, we're not mechayev him to do so. If it's spoiled oil, it's spoiled oil. You can just leave it leave, leave it to be. And the Pnei Moshe explains it slightly differently. He says, um, if you've got beet juice already, like he says the other way around, it's almost like the master Shani is the beet juice. And he says, you're not, we're not mechayev. In other words, it's not really drinkable because only drinkable if you add an oil to it. So we're not mechayev you to add oil to it to make it drinkable. But both of them are really the same idea. Meaning you've got the master shiny liquid on its own is not drinkable. We're not ask, ask require you to add extra things to make it drinkable in order to drink it. Yes, you want to ask? No, Anigon, I think that that that's a the Gemara talks about it in the Babli. It's it's a it's a medicine to to Michel Shell. It's it's one of the Mishalshas? Okay. Yes, I think, or to or to throw of Laki, one of the two. Anyway, it, it, in in order to lighten up your stomach. Okay. So, or, or 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 when you have throat ache or something like that, it's a medicine. Okay, thank you. All right. If someone's got sore teeth, sore tooth, sorry, he can't. Now, this is, you can already see the parallels to Shabbos, but there's a different reason here, as we'll see later on. The Gemara is going to mechalek towards the end of this year between Shabbos and Masashini. But here, Masashini is not to confuse it, but he says, when it comes to someone's got sore tooth, you cannot say gargle on Chometz and then spit it out. Because in your Mafsid Masashini, the issue here in the Sugir is being Mafsid Masashini. He can. So gargle it and then swallow it because it is not wasting masasheni. Um, Matabel called Tarhor, he can dip it, he can dip food in this Chometz of Masasheni if any of them not a problem. Similarly, Achoshesh Bigrono, if he's got a sore throat, Loyar Enabeshem, and he cannot say gargle now with oil. Aval Notenar Shem and Harbelatoch Anzigorin Vagomer. He can add it to this Anzigorin, which is uh, again, types of stuff of food, and then he, uh, then he could uh, swallow it as well. Anzigorin is, um, I'm not really sure what it is. Another tefus, another got on the side. It's this anigorin, anigaron again. This meisilka that we saw before, this petrus, okay, which you said was before uh, for meshal shell. But here seems to be well, understanding according to shinugirsa. Here seems to be that it's got to do with uh, he, he, having he, he, a sore throat. Sorry, anigron, anigron is the the meisilke, so beet beetroot uh, uh, yeah. uh, um, cooked or boiled, whatever you want to call it. Axigron. Is my the kulu shilke? So from everything all together, a lot of lot of ingredients. Vegetable, like from leftover from cooking vegetables, that water. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. let's continue. Loi sochiyin bechometz abal sachu atashemen. 
this is what we said in the Mishnah, you're not allowed to suck to say rub oil on your uh, master shirt, uh, uh, sorry, you're not allowed to rub wine on of master shirt. Your skin be allowed to do so with oil. So Khoshashet Roshosam's got a headache, or Sha'alu Bokhatim has got sores, Sach Shemin Velisachat Yan Chomets. He can rub oil on those sores. Despite the fact it might be medicinal as well, it's still a permissible use for Master Shani. You cannot do so with wine or or uh, or vinegar. Let's continue. This is where you're sort of uh, spicing up these wines. When you've got already spiced wine, you're not allowed to rub it on your skin. However, if you've got spiced oils, you're allowed to of Master Shani, that is, you're allowed to rub in the skin. Why? We're probably more familiar saying, uh, meaning, in other words, if it's the derech to consume it in that manner, then it's not considered wasting it. However, with wine, people wouldn't. It wasn't darkobachach to rub it on one's skin, so therefore it's considered wasting master sheni. Okay, let's continue. Just, just what, just what, sorry, sorry, sorry. The Babli in Brocha says, the Sanye. So it is a negron. Yeah, when you when you have throat ache. Okay, so that, that's a that's um. Right, so that that fits in the shinogirsa. Yeah. That we have here. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's Sorry. continue. Um, Rabbi Yudan by is. Let's go. If you've got oil of Master Shani that is, that is spoiled. So, once it spoils, the Kedushas Master is, is, is disappears from it. There's no Kedushas Master on it anymore. So, the question is, well, is that the same thing with Shemitah? Now, what's the difference between Shemitah and Master Shani? Master Shani is only for Achila. Well, sicha and um, uh, uh, however, when it comes to shvis, there's other uses. Let me read you Reb Chaim. He says, "My because when it comes to oil of from shmitah, shvis is not specifically for consumption. Any time with the hana and it's and it's let's say it's it's removal in the world would be shave. For example, say using it to fuel a fire, that would be mutar. Despite the fact it's nisrach, my mi pakala kedusha, or maybe does the kedusha of say kedusha shvis disappear for a moment, or shema afo b'shen nisrach b'kedusha tohu, or maybe that it, despite the fact that it's no longer edible, since there are still uses that one would use for master during shmita or with shmita produce. It still has its kedusha. So it says, "Matzarichle shvis afal pishenisrach b'kedusha tohu." Is it that could be the statement or a question? Meaning, despite the fact that it's nisrach, does it does it still have kedusha on it or not? Okay. In Master Shein, it's much simpler because the only use for it is lachilas shtiya or tzicha, and therefore, since it's nisrach, it's not useful. That therefore, b'kach kedusha tomine. Okay. Shimon Bar Ba b'shem Reb Chanan Chanina. Zeshu hu lochesh noten shemen al gabei roshov lochesh bevash lo yiten lo beyad. Change here elabically. Now, this is a complicated sugya, and everybody, literally, it seems to be everyone I've got in the daf, understands this sugya differently. So, the only reason, the only way we can uh, solve this is by um, doing it like Reb Chaim. Okay? So, let's look at Reb Chaim here. It says as follows We have a machloket here. Now, we're talking about someone takes shemen 
and he puts it on his rosh velochesh. Now, what's why would someone lochesh? I read, read the rosh earlier here, just 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 for background. Lechisha is where they start saying words and some sort of. I'm not sure what the English translation of it is. It says lemisho koev lorosho. He's got a headache. The kaved gufo, and his his body is like heavy. Machmat ayin ra because of some sort of ayin ra that was on him. They used to sort of rub oil on the person's skin and say or certain words, and that would be a way of uh, being uh, healing him from this ayin ra. Okay, that's what it seems about what was going on. So it says one can do so on Shabbat with oil. You can't do it with a biyad, but you can do it with a kli. Okay, I know you've got lo biyad lo but we have to change to ella bakli. However, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Idi said, Rabbi Yochanan b'shem Rabbi Yanai says not ten bein biyad bein bekli. It's absolutely mutar. It's not a problem. So my bein nehun. What's the machloket between them? That's whether now again the mafarshim explain what the word misa means here. But whether it is maus to put the oil on one's head. That's what it seems to be. Manda not ten bein biyad bein bekli maus. The pshita that says that you can you can put it on your with either with a kli or with your hand it is maus the shita that says you can only do it with your with a kli and not with your hand he holds it he holds it maus so to explain this i'm going to show you on the chart i've got here it seems to be that the machloket is whether again the way Rukhaim explains it is whether placing one oil on one's head is is an act which is maus okay so if it is maus then what you're doing is effectively sicha. Okay? If it is ma'us, what you're doing is not sicha. Okay? Now, the other thing that the Reb Chaim explains behind the machloka between Reb Chanina and Reb Yochanan, but Reb Yanai here, is also whether this act of doing lachisha is actually asur bishum rafu or not. Is that a rafu that also that gzer of shrikat shamanim implies? Okay? Just like, is it like taking medicine? And therefore, you're not allowed to take medicine on Shabbos. So according to the first opinion, where it says it is considered sicha, and therefore you're allowed to do it. However, the issue is, it, you have to do a shinoi because otherwise it looks like it's mushum rafua. Now, what are the other shita says? The second shita that says you can do ben biyad ben bikli, it's because what you're doing is not considered sicha. It's maus. Ah, but if it's not considered sicha, it's maus. Why can you do it at all? Right? And what gives you the right to do it at all? Isn't it? It doesn't look like you're doing active refuah. And the answer is no, because he holds that lechisha is, is mutar. It's not considered like refuah bichlal. So the key to what's going on behind, behind this two shitot is whether this rubbing oil on one's head at the top of his head is considered sicha at all. And also whether we have the issue of is lechisha is like refuah. Okay? What's enough given between these two shitot? Whether you can do the same thing with Maisashini oil. Why? The shitot that says you can use with, in other words, because he holds it's not sicha at all. Well, if it's not sicha, you're not allowed to use Maisashini oil to rub on your head because it's not sicha. It would be asur. Meaning, specifically the case only bekli, you're allowed to do that. Again, because on this chart, as I'm showing you, according to the first shita that holds that rubbing on one's head is considered sicha, then that's a permissible use of using masasheni oil because you can only use masasheni oil for sicha. 
So in other words, what's really important to understand in this debate is that the first understanding is we're aligning Masa Sheni and Shabbos. Meaning in Shabbos, the critical piece was, is it considered Sikha or not? And also behind the debate, we said, is, is it Mishum Rafu or not? And if, if it's behind, what's behind the debate is whether it's Sikha or not, then that has an implication on Masa Sheni. So Gemara says, Amr mutar mutar Who can you really align the two together? But one second, I've got a In other words, you're not allowed to use wine to wash a, a tinoket. However, if it's mishum zeya because of the zeya on the person, then that's considered muta, right? Meaning they use wine to do so. However, betruma it would be asul. He truma he masasheni, and the, our permissible uses of truma is very similar to the permissible uses we have in masasheni. We learn from the other. In other words, what do we see here? We see here that you can use this wine to bathe this child mishumazeya on Shabbat, but you're not allowed to use wine as masasheni to, uh, to 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 like to bathe with. What's the difference? Now, what's critical here is sh- the concern on Shabbos and masasheni is different. I've got it written on here on the second diagram. It says because Shabbos. What's our concern on Shabbos? The whole concern is, is what the person doing, does it look like refuah? Does the gzera of refuah apply? For Master Shani, the concern is completely different. The concern is, is it asu, is what you're doing, is it considered wasting Master Shani or not? So, for example, bathing in wine of Master Shani is asu because it's considered wasting. So, therefore, here too as well. So, therefore, meichadun. In other words, by... Uh, by wine, I can explain that it's Mishum Zayat Mutar, but w- the question is Shabbos, what's the concern here on Shabbos? How can you rationalize using this uh, oil on Shabbos to, uh, as part of the Lechisha? So the Gemara says, So I explain it here what it means outside. It says that really, so this, what I've done in this chart is basically shown the debate again according to the, the if you like, the Kasha or the conclusion of the Gemara. It says it might really be that this sicha on the head is not, the rubbing oil on the head is not considered sicha at all. It's not considered sicha bichlal. So therefore, Master Shani, you wouldn't be able to do it. What's the issue here now, Mishnah? Why does it say, if, if, that, if it's not considered sicha then, why is it, according to Rabbi Shimon Barba, the center of Chinanel, why is it he allows it beklil velobiyah? Now, according to Rabbi Yachobar, it will be said before, it's not a problem, because he says, he said before the lachash is muta. But according to this first understanding, the lechisha is actually considered refuah. If it's not sicha, what gives? What allows you to do it at all? Why do we say lo biyad ababakli? It's muta. And the answer is, is that it's that uh, like the Gemara says, shaloyah Meaning the ikar. I'll read you what I've quoted from Reb Chaim, and I, I, I mean I, I put it in the chart. Says ikar ma dekapit The whole gzera of refuah is you don't do it in the same way as you do bechol. Um, Said bechol should be the kaven she but once you were doing a shinoi even a ten kli, you're doing a kli shuv lo gazro be rabbanan. Okay, in other words, so that sugya, the reason Rabbi Shimon Barva said said the name Rabbi Yochanan that it's actually mutar bekli is not because it's considered sicha. It's not considered sicha, and Masashen would also be aso. But it doesn't have to. But, in the, but the question is why then is it mutar to use it at all if it's not considered sicha? Is because and in other words, you might think, isn't it, doesn't look like you're doing refuah then, if it's all considered sicha? And the answer is, yeah, it's fine. But as long as there's some sort of shin or using a kli, it, the, the gzera mishum refuah doesn't apply anymore and it, everything's okay. Okay? 
again, just I've said it already probably three or four times, but this is this is really Reb Chaim's way of explaining it. And everyone explains this whole floor of the sugar very, very differently. Okay, let's just finish the Gemara now. Dagin shenit bashlu bekaflu tot. Now kaflu we say is a type of like an onion. Shamas sheni vishpichon add improves the improves the value somewhat. We said hashshevat lefi cheshbon. We we said that the kaflu tot is normal fish. The sorry, the dagim are normal fish, and the kaflu tot are these masasheni onions, and they both have uh, improved the value. When you want to put in the masasheni value, we look at the contribution of the masasheni proportional to the original value that it was against the. The Dagin, that's how we explain the Mishnah. So the Gemara now says, Amri Rashad, that must be the law, Ker Rabbi Yehuda. That's the Shinogir here. Says, this Mishnah isn't like Rabbi Yehuda. Why? The Taninan says, Rabbi Yehuda, Matir Betzachana, She'enu Litoleta Zohama. So if you recall, we had the Mishnah in Trumas that we talked about if you had onions and with other onions of Truma with other items. And the question was, is it not ten tam? Does it contribute a flavor that it would now make it asu to the Zarin? So we said that Rabbi Yehuda was Cholek Chamin. So when it comes to tzachana, which is this hashed fish, and the onions were of truma, we said that this azar would be able to eat that fish. Why? Because the onion wasn't imparting any flavor in that fish. We learned this back previously, but it was only removing the, the stench, if you like, the zohama. So therefore, our Mishnah must not be like Rabbi Yehuda, because it says, because according to Rabbi Yehuda, the contribution of the kaflutot to the dagim wouldn't add any value whatsoever. All it's doing, it's not adding any tam. All it's doing is removing the stench. Okay? So therefore, it can't, our Mishnah can't be like him because it must be like Chachamim that say, no, it can tr- contributes a flavor to the fish and therefore it increases the value. Okay? In other words, when you're coming to looking contributions of Isurim, what you do in terms of this is how we mashab shishim things like that. It says, let's say you've got a vashi isur, and you look at it as if it was an onion to see will it contribute a tam. Oh, that must also be delok Rebbe Yehuda. That must also be like, not like Rebbe Yehuda. Because again, Rebbe Yehuda says these onions don't contribute a tam. So therefore, we're using onions and kaflutot as a marker to see a, a contribution of tam. Well, that doesn't make sense for Rebbe Yehuda because they don't contribute a tam anyway. However, Gemara says, and we saw this back in Sech Truman as well. It says, He says, no, Rabbi Yehuda would agree that we use a Batsal or a Kaflut as a Shiur for certain Isurim, but Isurim with the Isuhana. Okay. In other words, when it's talking about Shar Isurim, when there's no Isuhana, he says, look, it doesn't contribute any flavor. All it does is, when it comes, all it does is, Motsiata, Litoleta Zuhama. All it is is remove the stench, if you like. That's all it does. However, despite the fact it's not contributing a flavor, there is still hana'a being con- contributed. So if you're dealing with an iso hana'a, he would agree that, yes, we can use kaflutot and batzel as a marker. I'll read your Rav to make it clear. Here he says, The Rav would agree that it's asu menotentam. Despite the fact all they're going to remove is a stench, you're still getting hana from it. The only time he says kaflutot and batzel is not a problem, that's this is of consuming a kimon and a tentam because not contributing the flavor. Eno asel emishum notentam. So kilo is like keilu, sorry, just to make it clear. So in other words, kilo shi avodazar kilo hektesh. That's when it's talking about a 
shell of those because that's when it's contributing a hana, if you like, and he would agree that batsal and kaflot would be a problem in that context. Okay. So there. Thank you.